friends. I'm Brittany. And I'm Lindsay. And And we're we're not your average mamas. On this podcast, we're here to make you laugh, share our experiences, and provide helpful tidbits that will make your parenting journey just a little bit easier. So grab your favorite drink, sit back and relax, and let us join you in your multitasking. Not your average mamas. A podcast showing you that parenting is anything but ordinary. All I wanted for my birthday was to have an uninterrupted podcast, and that lasted for two seconds. Did you actually ask? I told Jordan. I should have told Jesse. Welcome to episode nine. Episode nine, last episode in the single digits. Double digits (gasps) next week. Hope you love the ride, because I do. It's been so fun. Mm -hmm. Hope you had a good Christmas holiday situation. Lindsay's birthday is the day after Christmas, so it is. tell me your favorite Christmas gift and favorite birthday gift. My favorite birthday gift is Botox. Yes. <laughs> Jordan bought me Botox. As it should be. And I do love your candle that you got me. I can't wait to put it somewhere and stare at it and probably never light it because it's really pretty. That's We <laughs> talked about that a couple episodes ago that I was learning how to make candles. Yeah. I had a crafty Christmas and probably overcommitted a little bit, but mm-hmm. I left the holiday season with a lot of new skills. <laughs> Put it on and your resume. <laughs> and then for Christmas gift, oh, Jordan got me a Kindle. Duh. I got and a I've, Kindle too. My favorite uh, gift too. I've already read two books. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm actually halfway through um, Does It Hurt? And I started that yesterday. Yeah, that one I read in like three days. It's so good. She borrowed it to me like six, not six months ago, probably three months ago, but I left it at our cabin. Mm -hmm. And so we went back yesterday and I was able to actually dive in. Oh, and then I guess Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Which is the theme of this week's episode. It is. But first. How was my birthday? Just How kidding. Was your birthday? What was your favorite Christmas present and your favorite birthday present? <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're coming up on my birthday again, so yeah. I don't remember last year's birthday. <laughs> my favorite gift was a vac mop, a vacuum mop combo from my mm. mother-in-law. It was life-changing the first time I used it, which was the only time because I used all the solution. But I bought a big old jug of it, <laughs> and it vacuums and washes your floors at once, and it made my life. Changed your life. We have one, too, and I love it, especially with, like, all the hardwood floor. Yes. It just, like, covers. And it does area rugs, too, mm-hmm. which is so nice. So my whole main level is giant, and it's all laminate floors, so it'll be so nice for me. I'm so That's happy for adulting. Yeah. That's adulting. My favorite. My favorite gift was a vacuum map Yeah, combo. we literally got a document safe, and I was pretty hyped about that. It's, it's just things that are so nice that you don't always want to buy for yourself. I also got, like, a face LED light, like a yeah. shaping one that you, like, you know, contour your face at the same time, kind of like a gua sha. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to use that. I haven't used that yet. but And the Kindle. The that's not all just adult adult gifts. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> no yeah. pun intended. Yeah. I love my Kindle. I have used it probably way too many hours in less than a week. Oh, yeah. And I feel like this was like Kean's first real Christmas because last year he was still kind of young. So this year was a lot more fun. He like actually could open all of his presents, kind of like understood what it meant to like have a Christmas. So mm-hmm. that was, it was so much fun. He's such a clean little man. <laughs> I uh, can't relate, which is why I need the back mop. <laughs> there was, I mean, 
we I've you know triple the amount of kids though mm-hmm. and triple the amount of pets. So yeah. we needed that thing. But Christmas honestly was the best Christmas I think I've had in years. I loved it. It was great. We got to see family and then the best part, well, I loved it all, but the best part was Christmas Day for the first time ever. We got to have it just ourselves. <laughs> I just kicked our metal Why table. do we have our microphones attached to a metal table? No one knows. Because it's the only table we got. That's the right size. It's pretty. <laughs> it is pretty. <laughs> My family fail today actually is linked to the trip to the, okay, let me reverse. Christmas Day, we did nothing but sit on the couch eat chocolate, watch Christmas movies, play with the toys, and then we went out to Chinese. Mm-hmm. You cut your finger open. Do you want me to say the family fail right now? Should I just tell you? Might as well. Well, it was a big fail because... So we go to the, Christmas, uh, we go to the buffet. It was packed. I was super shocked. And it was actually a very, very good buffet. Like, I didn't even know. It's this little tiny strip mall. And inside was huh. humongous, giant hibachi buffet sushi, everything. So anyway, I got crab legs and I go to sit down and these crab legs were like so tough. They were like the strongest, hardest crabs I've ever felt. <laughs> so you never I'm, felt anything harder in your life. Never. It's the hardest thing I ever felt. And so I didn't have a crab cracker, obviously. So I like shoved my fork in it as you would and pull it apart. And as I did that, it proceeded to explode all over my husband's face, like he had <laughs> shell and crab meat in his eye, and his face no. was like wet. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like he's sitting across from me, so I like launched it at his face, and he's like, what? You're like, so I grabbed a napkin. Oh. I'm like, I'm sorry. I wiped this crab meat off his eye, and then I. <laughs> see my finger and my hand is dripping blood down my hand and the crab claw is covered in blood also <laughs> and I'm like oh my gosh I had a two inch cut on my finger that was actually super deep and it really hurt and then my two-year-old's like that crab bit you <laughs> that dead crab gotcha and I was like I guess it got its revenge it did. For being killed and eaten. Mm-hmm. But I, it wasn't eaten, so what it a waste. Just, uh, it just attacked facial. us. <laughs> it was a facial for Jesse and <laughs> sliced my hand in death. But that nice. was very chaotic, and I would wonder what anybody else was thinking watching that. Probably, yikes. Probably better them than me. Yeah. I'm, like, very all over the place. I feel extra ADHD today. Dang I did it. wake up at 5 a.m. giving birth in my dream, but really it was just my period. So joys of being a woman. I love it. I love it. And it's super fun that we get to do it every month. Every month. How lucky. Unless we get pregnant and have a baby, but then, you know, that comes with its own worst thing. <laughs> fun <laughs> tasks. Not to mention then the labor is all the period cramps that you missed for the nine months compiled mm-hmm. into. And then your first period after your baby is like hell on earth, which, sorry, if you haven't had your period yet and you had your first baby. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Before you keep listening, pause the podcast, give us five stars, rate and review, share the podcast with someone you love. It would help us out so much. We'd be so grateful. Thank you. <laughs> Sure do. Sure do. Oh my gosh, I'm being attacked. Oh god.
Well, we are basically in a jungle today because I set up a bunch of fake plants behind us for, you know, some ambiance, but it's a very large plant. And it's right on Lindsay's head. <laughs> All right. ASMR. Oh my God. <laughs> also, it smells like plastic in here. <laughs> because here I'm trying to burn the place down. <laughs> I'm setting the ambiance. I got the candle. I got the fake plants. I put the candle too close to the plastic plants. Uh. And Lindsay's like, is there something burning in here? And I'm like, yeah, the candle. Yeah, doesn't it smell good? And then I'm like, oh my gosh, it my plant is dripping plastic. It smells like when you accidentally leave a glue gun sitting on like something that you're just like setting it on too long and it starts burning. Like the glue is burning whatever you're setting it this on. This is a man candle. Um, I bought it for a Jesse charcoal and black, black teak. teak. So What's I was a black like, teak? Teak wood, I think. <laughs> I don't know, but... Slang for teakwood? Either way. (laughs) I thought that was the way the man candle smelled. (laughs) Melting plastic. How do you like this one, babe? So good. All right. Am I the asshole for giving my future mother-in-law three days to pay me for a new wedding dress? So I'm getting married to my fiancé soon. I bought my wedding dress weeks ago. That timeline doesn't make sense. His mom, my future mother-in-law, kept pestering me about trying it on, but I firmly refused. I finally shut it down after she offered me $100 to let her try it on. Her reasoning for persisting so much, she says, is because of her love for wedding dresses and her obsession with them. Fast forward to yesterday. I came home from work early, and I found my fiancé at home. He freaked out after seeing me and tried to prevent me from going into my room while trying to text somebody on his phone. I opened the door and was shocked to see his mom standing there wearing my dress. I instantly pulled out my phone and took a photo photo of her in it. She and my fiancé freaked out after I told her that she needed to pay me for a new dress in three days or she needed to pay me or else I'll show the whole family the photo. She started crying and then left. My fiancé blew up at me saying I can't be serious and that I overreacted because his mom just wanted to try the dress on. No harm what done. The <laughs> but I refused to listen to him because, what? in my opinion, the dress should only be worn by the bride and the bride only. Yeah. Quite frankly, I felt disgusted looking at the dress again. I don't <laughs> want it anymore. I mean, I wouldn't either. I know. That's so I weird. Look, your mom trying on my dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're home already? Oh, um, I can explain. She like drove two hours to her house. <laughs> because like she dress. couldn't pretend that she was a bride and go to like a wedding shop and try on dresses. Why right? are you trying on the dress of the woman marrying your son? I feel like that's so weird. honestly super weird. Like, ma'am, do you have a psychological issues I know no harm done but I refuse to listen to him because of my mm-hmm. opinion oh shit I already said that sorry I lost my place when we <laughs> went off on a tangent <laughs> and so I think it's fair that she pays me after she ruined it for me he yelled at me and told me to wake up and stop treating his mom like that as if she was an enemy we had a fight after he failed to get me to back down and he's been staying with his mom since then I felt awful but I spent three thousand dollars on this dress and worked hard to get it I can't stand looking at it, but people in my family think I'm escalating things and risking my relationship with not only my future mother-in-law, but my fiancé as well. Am I the asshole? No. I think that the fact that your fiancé is, like, defending his mom is so, like, that's a red flag, girly. Not to mention that, um, not, not to mention he, like, sneaked her into their place and had... It was he's like, don't go one, in your room. Oh, no, no, just... Um, that's, he's the one that, like, let it happen. 
to. Like, red flag, red flag, red flag. It's weird. Don't sign no papers. It's weird thinking about, like, beforehand, she's probably, like, texting her son and being like, hey, is there any way she won't be around so that I could, like, try her dress on? Yeah, she had to, like, ask. And get, like, let into their apartment and try out. I don't know. There were so many many opportunities to be like, mom, this is weird. No. I'm feeling kind of weird about it. I, I can't think of one situation where I feel like that would be a normal occurrence. Like, okay, I'm even picturing, we're best friends. I'm picturing you getting your wedding dress, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks so good on you. Can I wear it? <laughs> I've never, Can I put it on, please? I've never had the urge to wear somebody else's wedding dress. That's, that's true. Like, you don't even think about anybody else wearing that besides that person. No. Never. It's very weird. It's super so weird. weird. Your mom's weird. Your mom's a weirdo. <laughs> you're not the asshole but you're marrying into a weird family a very, it's like I would jump ship lady and it's pretty funny that she's like you pay me for that dress gosh so weird <laughs> so weirded out okay what highlights are, of humanity is yes, that what it's called hi- yes I didn't know where, we were, where you were going don't you All know right. the flow of things I don't know the flow Okay, we're getting silly. We're getting goofy. We're getting into it, you know? When did this happen? December 29th, 2023. What? Today? That's... Is that tomorrow? What? (laughs) Yesterday? (laughs) What is today? The 30th. Is that tomorrow? (laughs) Did you learn the future? Oh, my God. Day is it? God, is it still December? What year is it? Did we just time travel? <laughs> it's not in the future. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Okay, this does mention um, self harm. Self harm. I will put in the timestamp and the show notes of like what part of this this episode mentions it. So like highlights of humanity portion, so you can skip ahead to that timestamp. Timestamp down the show notes below. So the article says driver sees eighteen year old jump off fifty foot bridge and instantly dives into racing river to save him. This was yesterday. An Army veteran in Virginia jumped 50 feet off a bridge into winter cold water to save a suicidal teen. Instincts clued in one on, a, on the motives of a young guy on the side of a, a Proximox bridge on I-95, I don't know how to say that, who was pacing and seemed to need help. Juan had been returning home from a visit to church and he hadn't been particularly interested in waking up tired that morning. Pulling over, he asked a young fellow if he needed a ride, but as soon as Juan began to approach him, he jumped into the fast-flowing, freezing water below. I thought, all right, we got him. We got to get him out of the water because it could have been my kid, Juan told WTVR. Next thing I knew, I was just jumping into the water trying to get him out. It was pitch black that night, and against all odds, Juan managed to reach the boy either before or after the river carried them a mile downstream, eventually landing them at the gates of a water treatment facility where Juan used his belt and the boy's backpack in some combination to get him out of the water. Hero is a big word. I was just a guy with a wife passing by, and God put us there for a reason. Juan said, dismissing the moniker. Moniker is like the name, like a hero. Oh, I'm Englishly declined. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hashtag Englishly declined. <laughs> what? <laughs> Challenged? <laughs> sure. He told CBS affiliate that he's telling the story now, not to draw attention to his daring actions, but to raise awareness of mental health needs in communities near and far. That's actually so impressive. I applaud Juan, but I don't think I could do it myself. Mm-hmm. Did he jump off a bridge after yeah. him? He jumped off the bridge after him. There's the bridge. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's like, crazy. Jumped in after this. I don't know how old the boy was. I and I'm sure he's 18, he, didn't they? Uh, yeah, 18 year old. But I'm wondering if he's actually 18 because they don't mention like his name at all. Hmm. And this is a hard time of year for a lot of people. So it is. And I feel like everyone just assumes that it's like a great time of year for everybody. And it's just not. There's a lot of hard things going on. Gosh. Okay. okay. Anyways, the. So this episode, why we're recording this right now. Mm-hmm. It's New Year's Eve tomorrow, but we want to tell you that is a toxic mentality. Yes. I name this tentatively as practical New Year changes. Because, like you said, New Year, New Me is a toxic mindset. Yeah, there was a quote that I wrote down. It said, cheers to a new year, a new chance to get it right. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, let's let's stop like let's, shaming our past selves for trying our back. back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they'll notice? I just picked up her piece of paper she dropped with my with feet. <laughs> Something in our family we're known for having monkey feet. <laughs> so casual. This episode is brought to you by Giggles. <laughs> we got them. You want it. We got <laughs> I don't know. Don't look at me. Stop. <laughs> look away. We should record this with our backs to each other. Back to back. <laughs> okay, one time we did a yoga class together. <laughs> it was... So horrible hot. for everybody in the class. It was like the super quiet, like you sit in a pose for 10 minutes to try to like relax down your whole body. And sometimes we were like looking at each other into just, our eyeballs <laughs> and we were just, it was so quiet and the music was playing. It was not relaxing whatsoever. Oh no. And I, I wasn't was just prepared trying not for to that laugh. type of yoga. No, me either. I wasn't prepared for any type of yoga. I don't know why we did it. We did it though, and we um made it through. Back. we ran in late too. Oh so <laughs> disrupted the we class. We already made a scene. We couldn't make a bigger scene. It's <clears throat> toxic. And also it's fake because the new year doesn't actually even start in January. It starts no. at the spring equinox when everything is blooming. Right now, winter literally started last week was the winter solstice. That and I was doing some research on that and apparently it's a whole thing about the year was supposed to be like 10 months but then they the roman empire fuck them you know um that's my roman empire (laughs) thinking about them they made they added on three months so like the year would be revolve around the moon phases so that's why we have a 12-month calendar i think from my research, that's what I gathered. Um, so technically, yeah, spring is the new year. It's based on spring. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. You jumped ahead. Oh, sorry. That was what my jumping off point was for this oh. episode. 
It's at the bottom. <laughs> okay, well, the reason it's not my top is because last year I heard it for the first time in my adult life, and my first time of my life, and I'm a 33-year-old adult, that it's unnatural to try to reinvent yourself January 1st. And it stuck with me so much mm-hmm. because everything in nature is dormant, it's resting, and we are told to basically go against nature mm-hmm. and when it's the darkest, coldest part of the year, to all of a sudden get all this energy and just tackle all these new goals when we shouldn't be doing that. Also, another thing is right now where technically the winter solstice is like the months of the dead. Like everything is dying and it's like, so Pisces season is like death. So like you should be- I'm a Pisces, so that makes sense. (laughs) It does. It does really. It checks out. This is a season of death. So, like, maybe letting go of your old self is like kind of what you want to, like, move into. But then Aries season. So, like, but Aries season is in March. And that is actually, re- Aries sign is rebirth. So, like, that's when you're supposed to, like, be doing all these new things. And it's a high, it's a high vibrational time. So, like, if you're trying to manifest at this time to be, like, a better you and work on do all this stuff, you're actually doing it at a lower vibration energy so your manifestations might not work out as well because the earth is resting and you, you should also stamina. be resting yeah, yeah especially because you're at such a low and vibe this time of year after the holidays like i don't want to be like i already was doing all this stuff yeah you overexert yourself from literally i mean i celebrate hard for halloween too so literally mm-hmm. from october all the way november december now it's new year's and then you're just supposed to instead of I've always taken January as a time to, like, rest and kind of be a hermit. Mm -hmm. I mean, because in Minnesota, it's super cold and dark. Like, it's nice. I like January, but I don't have the—nobody naturally, all of a sudden, January 1st is like, I have the most energy of my life, and Mm -hmm. I want to change everything about myself. And then you get burnt out. But if you follow, like, nature, what everything else, the days are getting longer, the sun is out, everything's blooming— Obviously, naturally, you bloom at the same time. You feel your energy lifting, and that's when you can tackle the harder things. But I like your idea of, like, practical ways you can start implementing change and feeling like you're starting new in the new year, but not, like, hitting stuff so hard. Yeah, and I think January is a good time for the fitness industry to take your money. Yeah, for sure. Like, all these promos and all this stuff, like, they just, like, that is their time. Increase their marketing and take all of your money. And I just want to remind everybody that even though you might want to change yourself or how you look or whatever, you are amazing the way that you are. And if your goals don't include weight loss, that's amazing, too. Exactly, and also, like, the consumer part of the new year because they still want your money now that Mm -hmm. the holidays are over they're still thinking of ways to latch on to the new year new you to get your money so a lot of people i've seen online have been doing no spend january's and Mm -hmm. i've been watching some of those videos and i think those are super interesting like no going out to eat or like literally say one time a week if you're social and you're like going out with people you're not just like bringing home takeout all the time Mm -hmm. um no new clothes no new makeup using the stuff that you have before bringing in just more clutter more stuff Mm -hmm. honestly i feel like there's no thing like christmas to make me want to throw away my entire house like literally 
we were organizing Kean, all of Kean's new toys from Christmas, and I was, like, throwing out toys. I was like, I cannot. Like, just the odds and ends of random stuff. I'm like, they I don't even know. They all come with a thousand little trinkets. Where this is in our house. Like, bye. I saw this meme that said, December, declutter, detach, and delete anything that devalues your life and don't bring it into 2024. Ooh, and I love that. I got goosebumps. As just, like, a jumping off point to better habits Mm -hmm. without radically changing your lifestyle and stretching yourself too thin in a time you should be resting. Yeah. And then I think if you do want to make goals for 2024, like write down a list of what you want to do, but also like make it practical. Like we're moms. Uh, We both are running around with our heads chopped off constantly. If we wanted to work out for two hours a day, that's like impractical for us to like expect to do that so like don't you're setting yourself up to fail yeah don't set yourself up to fail make practical changes like maybe you just want to drink more water maybe start with that and not even be like i needed to be a gallon like no start with i want an two extra bottles glass. of water yeah a day. yeah like an extra eight ounces a day what else oh like in uh, simple things that you can include is increase uh gratitude practices increase your movement so it doesn't have to be even working out but just maybe like i want to Make sure I get 7,000 steps in a day. Um, Maybe eat one whole food a meal or, like, one vegetable a meal. That's one goal that I want. And then maybe increasing time with your family, decreasing time on scrolling social media, and then decreasing your fear. So I think... We definitely just kind of dove on into this podcast situation, not knowing what the hell we were doing. And we made our dream come true. And maybe another goal, super easy increase your rest i feel like we really struggle with that i feel like the millennial generation struggles like you're sitting down and you're like i should be doing this and this and this and this and this and this and like never ending to-do list uh i know and i just it's like it's never all gonna be done you're always gonna have stuff on it you're always gonna be running around with your head chopped off so might as well just sit on your butt for a few minutes i saw a video where they said that a lot of traditionally women's chores are cyclical and not ever finished and that's why women have such a hard time feeling productive because there's always dishes there's always laundry the Mm -hmm. house always needs to be tidied up and that is not a woman's job but that is a traditional woman's role especially if you're Mm -hmm. home um even more so but it's the one thing like those things cyclical jobs are jobs that only get noticed when they're not done so I've seen, like, people yeah. say they literally will leave the vacuum out, and I've done this before, too, or the mop out, when you're done to show that you that it was done because it won't be noticed. It's work that you don't see. Do you ever just, like, leave something, like a piece of trash or, like, something that needs to be put away, and you're just like, I'm going to wait a week and see what happens to it, and then nothing ever happens to it, and then you end up being the thing that happens to it. Yes, it ha- it's... It's true. Every day. Um, There's a New Year's resolution for a modern age I saw from somebody I follow on Instagram who's a therapist. Beautiful day counseling. New Year's resolutions for a modern age. I will recognize that New Year's resolutions are antiquated and, frankly, bull. And I will recognize that I'm an ever-evolving human who has an opportunity for renewal every moment. 
That means, like, so many yeah. people are like, New Year's Day is on a Monday this year. That means 2024 is starting off strong on a Monday. You know, Mondays, you don't always have to save stuff for Mondays. I Mm-mm. feel like everybody just pushes and pushes things back past a certain... Like, you always make excuses. Exactly. Like, you're waiting for this event to be done. Mm-hmm. You're waiting for this vacation to be done. You're waiting for a Monday. Mm-hmm. You're waiting for the new year, the new month. To You can read start your goals or achieve your goals any day of the week. It can be Wednesday afternoon that you're like, I'm going to have a salad today. I'm going to eat a vegetable. Yeah. And I think just recognizing little wins because no one's perfect all the time. It's really hard to change habits and that's been scientifically proven. It's There's millions of books written about it. And so give yourself grace. You got this. Have you ever heard? I think about this all the time, but if you think about how hard it is to change something about yourself and realize you're never going to change anybody else. Like, it's so hard, no matter how much attention that you have, that you want to change certain things about yourself, for the better, whatever, and think, like, you know, you want other people to kind of come along with you. Like, they have to really, really want it, too. Mm -hmm. So just to, like, be focused on your own journey, your own growth, and that rubs off on other people. For sure. Hold on, I have one more rubs off on other people. I know, it's such a gross (laughs) saying. You think about it. Just don't think about it too hard. <laughs> okay, if you want 2024 to be your year, don't sit on a couch and wait for it. Go mm-hmm. out. Make a change. Smile more. Be excited. Do new things. Mm-hmm. Throw away what you've been cluttering. Let go of negative people. Go to bed early. Wake up early. Show more gratitude. Do things that challenge you and be brave. Yes. Say it louder for the people. Okay, don't say it louder. If you want. <laughs> I think like that. I think that one hit hard because I feel like we did it. We didn't know what we were doing. We We still still don't don't know know what we're doing. And the fact that we have 30 people that religiously listen to this is crazy. It is crazy. And we feel super proud. Yeah. And so, like... And thankful. And we didn't wait till January. No. We went through we the went holidays hard. to the wall right before literally all the holidays. We're like, let's start a podcast. Let's not miss a single week starting right before Thanksgiving. And just keep on going and keep the busiest time of the year. Plow right through it. Exactly. That's what she said. <laughs> the hand motion even. She like fisted her own arm. <laughs> I wasn't going to draw attention to that, but um, how can I that's let it like, go? That's from the, what's that movie where it's like, we'll just break through the glass ceiling. I don't know. The other guys? Probably. Sure. Somebody's probably shouting it at their um, iPhone, Android, po- wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs> do you have any mom moments? Oh, I do. Okay, so on my birthday, I got to take a half day off of work, and I went to Target with um, my son, and I did post it on my personal social media, but I wanted to play you you guys the audio. So this is Kean while we're going to Target. Where are you going? What do you see? Over there. Yeah.
was my favorite part. Is where he's like, Tar. <laughs> the crescendo is beautiful. That's how everyone feels when they go to Target, I, I think. Like, he embodied how we feel with everybody. Okay, one I had to um talk about also on top of that was Judah was talking to me about your Jesus painting for your mom for Christmas. And he said that he was like, Yeah, and my mom painted Jesus for grandma. He was walking on the beach and he was looking like he was really thinking about something. And I was like, What do you think he was thinking about? <laughs> First, he said, I don't know. I'm not Jesus. <laughs> I said, Well, th- what do you think he's thinking? And he said, Probably that he doesn't want to go die on the cross. <laughs> And he's actually, like, kicking his feet in the water, like, looking like he's just disappointed. It's like, damn it, I have to go die on the cross later today. Gosh. Probably what he was thinking. Kids are so funny. That I is can't. so funny. Um, oh. When I got dressed up for Christmas, Raya said to me, who's two, she had to go potty. She's newly potty trained, so she comes in the bathroom, and I have, like, my makeup and hair done, which is not that rare of an okay occurrence for me yeah and she walks in she's like oh are you fake mommy (laughs) what (laughs) are you who are you are you fake mommy i'm like i am your mother like i I had my hair up i don't know what to tell you i'm your i'm your real mom i'm your real mom and then another thing two more things with judah actually he's so funny he's so funny um so he said he's been obsessed with like george washington and abraham lincoln and benjamin franklin and so i just showed them some kid videos about them and he found out that george washington's birthday is like the day after his and he's like he's like what do you think george washington's birthday theme was (laughs) i don't know wooden teeth Wigs? I don't know. Wigs. It was so funny. And the last one was, we decided, you know, the day of Christmas Day, we weren't going to do anything. We were just going to relax on the couch, which is not really what we normally do. And so the kids are like, tomorrow, no cleaning for mom, no working for dad, and no one stealing any money from anyone. And Jesse <laughs> says, uh, Judah, why is that different than any other time? <laughs> And I will tell you, that kid has been keeping an eye on loose cash around here. He just slowly walks by. Whose cash is this? I'm like, probably mine. Stop. (laughs) Do you think he has a stash in his room? Oh, I would not be surprised. He has lots of stashes of, like, candy. And he just hides things in the room. It's where the fruit fruit fly problem came from. He also hides fruit flies in his room. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, <laughs> he was like, "Mom, I can't sleep. There's like 500 fruit flies in my room." And I'm like, "What?" I go in there, open the drawer. There's two half-eaten apples and a half-eaten banana like, in a drawer. Shut. Well, oh, that's a lesson on um, fruit flies and how fast that they they multiply. Yeah, they. It are. was a war I waged for a solid three weeks. They, I think it's like every 16 hours. Oh my gosh. Well, I was not surprised, and I felt bad. Everyone came over for Thanksgiving. I'm like, sorry about the fruit fly infestation. Well, I demolished them the day before because I made traps. Yeah, you had like your entire sink, didn't you? Yeah, and like four other. I put straight grape jelly in cups to lure them. Get in here. Yeah, stay in here. I did. It worked. This is where you're gonna die. That's how I won the battle. I won the war. Pisces over here. Death. You know. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Prayer of death. That's what they call me. (laughs) 
Oh, goodness. Okay. Yeah. Oh, plant is plant is copping a feel on Lindsay. Yeah, beyond the shoulders. Like, should I have a plant in here and a candle? And she's like, yeah. And then I bring in a six foot tall plant. This is too big. What's black tea? <laughs> it's charcoal and black tea candle used as protection against black magic. That's what kindness is. We do not condone black magic here. <laughs> Please don't. Um, it doesn't really. It just doesn't say. Speaking of looking up weird things today, me and Jesse were playing Twenty Questions on our way home from the cabin. Yeah, because he is. You know what? He's a boss at that game. I hate it because yeah. he's so good. I stumped him. All right, with loofah, and one of the things he asked me was, "Is it made of plastic?" And I was like, "I don't think so." What yeah, is a loofah is. made of? It's made of plastic, isn't it? Well, it took a while. I found out that it was the mesh is made of a type of plastic. So he was like, you were wrong about that. But I said, no, I'm talking about the all-natural loofah. I'm not talking about the plastic loofah. The walnut one. Yeah, the one that's definitely a sponge or something. They dig up sponges from the sea, dry it out. and That's what, that's what I was talking about. Your body with. Yes. Yeah. Not plastic loofahs. You didn't ask me if it was modern. That's why the back of my phone's broken. Probably. I'm surprised my phone isn't broken. Has anybody ever heard of the back of someone's phone breaking when the front doesn't have a screen protector on and the back has a case? No? It's me. <coughs> Brittany. Phones are not my it's friend. It's me. Hi. That phone is cursed. It has been cursed from the start. And it wants me to put it out of its misery, but... But it keeps coming back to life. It has been through the ringer. It's been lost for days at a time. <laughs> Multiple times. It sounds like Pip, honestly. She always comes back, too. Yeah. Well... And I ho- we hope you come back for the double-digit episode. Yeah, episode 10. Whoop, 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 whoop. Thanks for listening. Hope you have an amazing New Year's and you make 2024 your bitch. We... Hope you had an amazing New Year's. This is coming out on the fourth. We hope you had already made twenty twenty four your but bitch. We hope we, yeah. <laughs> the last four days. The last four days. Hopefully it was your bitch. <laughs> we hope it continues being your bitch. Also, I would like to say that Jesse, this is to Shannon, my mom. So if if you're not Jesse is my husband. If you're not Shannon, my mom, you can hop off. But he said that Shannon also makes him want to swear more. So So you're <laughs> Your effect of not wanting us to swear has actually, in turn, made us swear more. (laughs) Sorry. And the people around us. Everybody now is swearing, including our children. Yeah. (laughs) Keegan just came up to me and said, make 2024 your bitch. (laughs) 